אני מקשר עצמי לכלות הדקים האמיתיים שבדורנו כלות הדקים האמיתיים שוכנה אפר כדור שמשה בארץ המה ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו בגול ישראל אמן בעזרת השם today I believe this is the fourth section if I'm not mistaken of תורה למד א' בעזרת השם תורה 31 we stopped at וזה שכתוב So, Bezrat Hashem, let's start right here. Vezeh Shekatuv, and this is what it's written, Torei Zahav Naaselach im Nekudot HaKasef, as it's written in Shira Shirim. Torei Zahav Naaselach, gold necklaces, gold necklaces we shall make for you, we will make for you im Nekudot HaKasef, with points of silver. So, let's see what this means. Rabbanu is going to take this apart. Ki Zahav, obchinot zivug, kemo Shekatuv, mitzafan, mitzafon, Zahav, yeteh. The aspect of gold represents the concept of Zivug, um, marital relations or unifications, as it's brought down in Eyov, Mitzafon from the north, Zahav Yeteh, gold comes from the north. Gold emerges from the north. Ve'itaruta de Zivug ha-misitra dismala, Shehu Tzafon, and it's said in the Zohar Vayeshev, Parashat Vayeshev, Davkuf Peh Vav Amud Bet, that the arousal of this, uni- uh, this, uh, this unification happens from the side of the left, which is where? In the north, as the Bible is So we see that the north, which is where the gold emerges, also the same place where marital relations or this concept of zivug, we're going to talk about supernal union, not in the necessary concept of marital relations, but uh, the supernal union that occurs between Shekhinah, Akadosh Baruch etc., etc. So this is what we're talking about, these upper unions. So it's the same place where gold comes from, the north. And this is what we explain. Gold necklaces will be made for you. So what are we explaining? That the letters of Torah are unified and are combined through these points of silver that we talked about. This is the, 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 the unification we're talking about. The unification between the letters. For the unifications and the combinations of these letters are through the nekudot, the vowel points, that one creates through his yearnings and through his desires, his holy yearnings, his holy longings. That through these longings creates and brings into existence these souls, which are the aspect of nekudot points. Because through these Yearnings and these longings, one creates this concept of zivug, um, unification. Because for the fact that you yearn for something, this creates the soul. And through the fact that you're yearning for some sort of object, that object then returns. And then yearns for you. This is a new subject we did, which we did not talk about. The concept of this... this um, this give and take. Talked about that when one yearns for something, he creates a nekudot, but we didn't talk about this concept yet, which is a chidush, Chabenu is explaining, that the thing in which you're yearning for, then yearns for you. And then from this, you create also a new soul. So there's two souls being created. And then these two souls, then become unified. The soul in which you yearn for that object, and then this, the soul which is created from that object yearning for you. And then from this unification between these two souls comes this concept, the aspect of Ibur pregnancy, and then later on birth. And this is what is written in Lech Lecha. 
That the desire of the woman produces a female soul, and the desire of the man produces a male soul. What did that mean? Rabbi was going to explain. For the fact that you're desiring that object is actually the female desire in this case. And it creates a female soul. And for the fact that that object in which you're desiring, or that thing in which you yearn to accomplish, desires you now, because you desired it first. This concept is what we call this is what we call the desire of the male. And this desire of the male creates a male soul. And then this unification between the male soul and the female soul creates pregnancy and its birth. And now you might ask, as it's brought down in the Zohar there. So you might ask, why is our desire the female desire? Because we know this concept. If you look in the Kabbalah, this concept of mind nukvin, mind duchin. That the nukvin is the thing that we do, is the, the acts that we do raises up these female waters. Um, that's our action in this world. That's our desires, our yearnings, and then the 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 return in which Hashem brings down Shefa is what we call Mind Duchin, which is what we call the male uh, this male desire. So it makes sense. This is the aspect of reincarnation of souls. Why? for speech. Because what did we say that speech is what is where these souls emerge from? The souls emerge from speech, as we said, that a person has to verbalize his yearnings. Um, because what is speech? How is speech created? It cre- speech is created through the the articulation or the cutting of these letters within the air. Because we talked about that the five that these articulators of speech, the five articulators that we we talked about actually. Um, I believe maybe in lesson nine, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, these articulators of speech, they strike one another in the air. And then these um, letters then get struck in the air. They begin to to strike one another. And then this air then strikes another, one another. Until the air, this air which strikes one another, that's this domino effect, reaches the ear of the listener. This is how speech is brought into existence within the air and then from the air to the listener etc and through this cutting or this articulation of these letters in the air that they go from place to place they move from place to place um, it creates speech and from this speech is where these souls emerge for the air is the life force of all things and without air it's impossible to live the same is true of the soul and then these souls go out and they become they become reincarnated same in very deep but um, whoever understands this understands this and in sum, what's the, the principle of all the things that we just talked about? That it's extremely precious, these yearnings and these desires for holy matters. Because through these yearnings, the soul is created and is actualized and finished through speech. And then it goes out and is reincarnated. And sometimes this soul 
this holy soul becomes reincarnated within an evil person. And sometimes this evil person, then what? Sometimes this evil person um, receives thoughts of repentance, of tshuva. And you're able to bring him back for better. The same is true of the opposite, God forbid. How much evil is caused by yearning for something evil, for something bad. For the soul that is created through these evil yearnings, these evil desires, evil lusts a person has. Sometimes they become reincarnated and rolled into the into the tzaddik. And sometimes it can cause the tzaddik to sin. God forbid. We can see how powerful our yearning is. And this is the explanation of what it says in Kohelet. There is a vapor, there's a there's a vapor that is created upon the earth. So we're going to see here. What is this vapor? This is the vapor of the mouth, the breath. That from this mouth, you create these souls as we talked about, the speech. As we said, it's in Kohelet, in that verse, there is a vapor that happened upon the earth. That through this vapor there are tzaddikim that um, are accounted for, like the deeds of the reshaim, like etc. etc. and vice versa. Sometimes the tzaddikim are punished as if they, as if the reshaim did something bad, but um, as if they were God forbid on rasha to even say they are punished like reshaim sometimes. And sometimes it's the opposite. We see reshaim are given good like tzaddikim. Uh, so this is. Um, well, Rabbeinu said earlier, this is the concept of Gilgule and Efashot. This is the concept of Gilgulim reincarnation. But nonetheless, Rabbeinu continues, Why is it that there are tzaddikim that, that, that reach them, these deeds of Rishaim, that they, they have like, uh, that they are punished like this? Is why? But now Rabbeinu is explaining in a different manner. It's not the idea of punishment. It's the idea that sometimes Magia reaches them the deeds of the wicked. What does that mean? That sometimes Tzadikim have the deeds of the wicked, wicked reach them. Rabbeinu explained that why? Because the, the reincarnation of this soul from these evil desires then comes to the Tzadikim and sometimes makes them fall. So we see that this makes sense. And sometimes the, the deeds of the tzaddikim reach these reshaim. What does that mean? To the fact that this soul becomes reincarnated within these reshaim, but this soul was created through good yearnings, and then they're able to do good acts, etc. And sometimes the tzaddik is able to repair and rectify this evil soul that comes reincarnated within him. And sometimes this rasha damages this holy soul that comes rolled into him. But in the beginning, at the time when the soul is reaching this person, whether it's the tzaddik or the rasha, upon this reach, whenever the, the soul reaches first time, what did the verse say? There are tzaddikim that happen upon them, etc., etc., he says, Rabbanu explains, because certainly these thoughts of evil reach this tzaddik for the fact that this evil soul is created through these evil desires, these evil yearnings. But afterwards, it's possible that he sins. But it's also possible that he repairs it. But immediately, what happens? These bad thoughts come. These confusions, whatever it is that comes with these 
with a soul that is created through evil longings, the first thing that happens is this um, this hiurei avirah, this thoughts for the sin. But then afterwards, the tzaddik is able to direct his ratzon in whichever way, either to, God forbid, fall, if he has, or if he has koach to be able to repair the soul. Sometimes there's rashaim that happen upon them. What we said, etc., etc. That certainly there are thoughts of repentance that come to this rasha for the fact that this soul was created through good longing. For the fact that reached that this soul reached him from holy longing. But afterwards, it's his. It's possible either that he's able to damage his soul, God forbid, his holy soul, or that it can bring him to make him do better, to do good. And this is Rabbeinu says this is the secret of nefilat apayim tachanun when we fall on our face in tachanun. That is kavana is to raise this soul in the aspect of what we call raising female waters. And to create this unification. Because how do you create this unification? When the female waters are raised and then the male waters descend to cause these this unification. As it's brought down in Shah Kabanot in the Drush Nefilat Apayim. Because through this yearning and this longing, which is this aspect of the raising of the female waters as we were talking about earlier. As it brought down in the Zohar Kadosh by Parashat Vayachi, Dav Resh Mem Dalet Amud Aleph, over there, nefesh. We said through the desire that a person has for something, this is the female waters. This is the aspect of the creation of the soul. And then the soul ascends, and it unifies and is able to create this 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 unification, this um, relation between this other soul that's created from the object or the that holy. That, or that thing that you are desiring in itself. Through these um, yearnings, you create these souls, which are the aspect of nekudot, these vowel points. You create this aspect of these vowel points, and then these souls unify. This is the aspect of the unification and the combination of these vowel points, which is what we call the aspect of the unification of souls, when souls come together. And through this unification of these vowel points, what happens later? The letters are combined. This is what we call the unification of the bodies. There's a unification of the soul and the unification of the bodies. The unification of the soul through the, these vowel points that one creates through his yearnings then arouses his unification of the bodies, which is the letters. And this is what it says in Bamidbar, chapter 23. Sorry. And it says over there, he doesn't look at the wickedness in Yaakov. He doesn't look at the transgressions of Yaakov. Which is understood which is understood through how the Chachamim explained as that doesn't connect a bad thought or attach a bad thought to a deed. Meaning a bad thought is a bad thought and a deed is a deed. Hashem doesn't punish us for, for bad thoughts or think of bad thoughts when we have bad thoughts as if we did it in action. So two separate places. This is what it says. Lo hibit aven. That Hashem does not look at wickedness. Rashet Tevot of Aven. Look at the, the acronym of Aven, Aleph, Vav, Nun. You have Vai, Avda, Nefesh. The Aleph is the Avda. The Vav is Vai. 
and the nun is nefesh. Vay avda nefesh makes around the letters. You have vay avda nefesh. Woe, the soul is lost, as we talked about at the time of Vayin Nafash, is Vayav the Nefesh, as brought down in Ma'am Bitzah. Shehu Bechinot Yistok Yekuvik Stufin Kanan. This is the content what we talked about earlier. The yearning and the desire, the longing. Meaning the fact that you remember that your soul is going to leave you after Shabbat. You long for the soul. And then that longing, that yearning that you recognize that you that you're losing the soul after Shabbat, is actually what draws in the soul in the first place. Because how is the soul manifested? Through yearning, as we talked about. Meaning what? That the yearnings and the evil desires a person has, Hashem doesn't, doesn't attach these things to deal. That's what it says, That Hashem does not look at wickedness within Yaakov. This is also what it says in Tehilim. Hashem does the will of His, the ones who fear Him. And their cries, their pleas, he listens to and he saves them. Meaning, we need two aspects. Rabbi Noah explained. We need will, willpower, and speech. Both of them. You cannot have one without the other. For the, for the willpower, which is what we call the kisufin, the yearnings, it acts so that the soul is made in potential. But through speech, the soul is brought from potential to actual. It's actualized. And then his request is made. He's listened to. Through the fact that the letters are designed for good, etc. Through the verbalization. By the way, we can come to understand the power of what it means to pray, especially Bodhidut, because sometimes we can't express our yearnings and desires through the tefilot that the Chachamim established. So Rabbeinu says so much is the, the power of Bodhidut that it's it's above. It's something that stands above and it's greater than everything. It's a supernal level that stands above everything else. Bodhidut is the highest. It's the highest avodah. It's... Um, and we can see why. Because we see from this Torah, this concept of verbalizing your retzonot. When we want something, we have to express them before Hashem. Because this creates the soul. And unification is awesome stuff that we're talking about. Especially when it comes in holiness. God forbid all the damage we can do when it comes for evil. So we have to be very careful that we only desire good things. As we talked about above. And this is what it says. Hashem does the will of those who fear Him. Because through the ratzon, the willpower, which is these yearnings, the soul is made in potential. And then his request and his will is made in uh, in potential. As we just explained in that verse. But afterwards, and their pleas, their cries, that the fact that we speak with our mouths, and this yearning and this raton that we have, the akisufin and the, the the longings that we have, the fact that we speak them, that we verbalize them, through this, Yishma ve'oshiyem, Hashem listens to us and He saves us. For through speech, the soul is finished, it's completed, and then the soul goes from potential to actual, it's created. And then the letters are formed, and then the letters are become a vessel to receive all this good and abundance. And then your request, your, what you're asking God from, 
is brought and filled in actuality, Hashem will literally send you a Yeshua. Because according to the soul that you create in potential or actual, the same is true of how you create these vowel points of the letters. Commensurate with the soul that you create is the vowels that you create to the letters. And according to the vowels is how the, the letters are drawn, how the letters are designed. And then the letters act and do their act and do their job of filling your ratzon and and they they fill they they answer your request basically they're able to be this key to bring down this request that you need and this ratzon that you have but if you don't have this verbalization you cannot do that so yes you have to have holy longing which creates the greater the longing the greater the yearning the greater the nekudot the more powerful the nekudot and the more powerful the nekudot the greater the 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 um, the the kli is which is the ot, but the ot can only be actualized through this um, verbalization. Shayach leel, that which is applicable to above. What is written over there? Now Rabbi Nathan is going to go on to what we talked about above. Shalamdan bidvad that we talked about earlier. That alamdan alone, someone who's a talmid, someone who's mamash a studious person, is not enough. He has to be also. He also has to have maasim tovim. He also has to have a good act, as we talked about. Let's see what Rabbeinu says. Umishe to'eh v'sover, and one who mistakenly thinks, chaz v'shalom shalamdan levad hu aikar, that God forbid, the lamdan itself is the essential, hu b'chinot acher shekitet v'netiyot. He is the same aspect as acher, Elisha ben Avuya, who cut the plantings, who went off the path, who left everything of God. Because it's possible that you are a lamdan, that you are a studious person, but yet you're a completely wicked person. So what is Rabbeinu bringing down? He says like this, And so too, even a tzaddik, sometimes he falls from his level, as is known, that it's impossible to stand constantly in a stationary place, on one level. As I then, at the time when the tzaddik falls from his level, if he wants to reinforce himself solely on this level of this lamdan, which he still has left, this concept of lamdan, that he remembers all his studies, it's not good. Meaning, sometimes the tzaddik falls from his level. He has a nefilah. But if he only wants to remain when he's at his fall with this concept of Lamdan, meaning, let me rely on the Torah that I've studied right now. It's not good, Rabbeinu says. You can only reinforce yourself on fear of heaven. What he still has from the residue that remains with him. That which remains for, with you from your ascent, you should keep with you. Not the fact that you're still Lamdan, you're still a studious person, because the, studi- the, the fact that you... When you fall, you can't rely on the fact that you're still um, this great person by the fact that you're a mere lamdan. Because then you're convincing yourself that being masim tovim isn't good also. You have to mamash understand that you're in a fall and you can only hold yourself with the to fear Hashem and to remember that residue that you had from that holiness. Ayyem betukunim, look in the tikkun as well. page 69. Daf Kuf Bet. No, my bad. Tikkun Ezor, Tikkun sixty nine, page one hundred two, side two. 
אמר ל... He said to him, look at it in the Zohar, כי ביום אכלוחה ממנו, as it says, Hashem Yitbarach told Adam, on the day that you eat from the tree, you were going to die, basically. And Ktiv, it says over there, in Bereshit, אמר ל... So he says to him, בהו יומה הצית ומת, on that day, he talked about the four rabbis that entered Pardes, Um, he gazed and he died. On that day, he gazed and he died. I believe this is talking about the four Rabbanim that entered Pardes, the four, the four people that entered Pardes, as we talked about earlier in the lesson. So Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai brings this connection. Amar Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, Begin daktiv, because of this it says, Yesh hevel asher naasar alech ala aret asher yet tzadikim v'chule. Ayen sham ve'aven. It says, Rabbi Shimon brings the connection. What is this verse that connects the two? That there is a vapor that is created on the earth in which tzaddikim happen upon them the deeds of the wicked and the wicked happen upon them the deeds of the righteous. Look over there and understand this well. Rabban was basically explaining this concept of, um, of this Zohar to understand that you cannot just rely on the concept of Lamdan. You have to have both the aspect of Lamdan and the aspect of uh, this concept of tzaddik where you have righteous deeds, where you are... Um, where you're constantly reinforcing yourself with good actions. So, Bezrat um, Hashem, that's where we're going to stop for today, and God willing, we're going to finish the lesson tomorrow. Bezrat Hashem. Ashchenu.